Coming to you from the heart of the heartland, you're listening to Life Chat, a podcast designed to help independent agents make life easy. It's important to note the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of EMC National Life. Now it's time to get things started. Let's join our life insurance team. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Life Chat. I'm Laura Timmons, Marketing Analyst for EMC National Life. And I'm Anna Coleman, Marketing Communications Coordinator. We are your hosts for today's podcast. At EMC National Life, our purpose is to improve lives. And one way we are doing that is through our 2023 agent education campaign, Healthy Life. Each month, we're focusing on different aspects of wellness and how we can incorporate balance and wellness into our everyday lives. During the month of October, we're highlighting intellectual wellness. To help us with our discussion on intellectual wellness, I'd like to introduce our guest, Rebecca Cloud, Adult Services Librarian with the Des Moines Public Library. Welcome, Rebecca. Thank you for joining us today. Can you tell us a little more about yourself and what you do? Yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, as Anna said, I am an adult services librarian, which I do realize is confusing for people. They typically think librarian, you do story time, you're with kids. I like kids, but they are not my primary focus. Um, essentially, once you turn 18 till the end, I am responsible for your well-being of all sorts when you're in the library. I do a wide variety of things at my branch. I take care of our collections, you know, books, DVDs. We don't have CDs anymore, audiobooks, <laughs> magazines, that sort of thing. And I create programming for our building and I do outreach. And much of what I do is trying to inspire curiosity in our adults because it is something that is really highlighted for kids, but not so much for adults. And then in addition to that, I do things like reader's advisory, reference work and outreach. And I've been at DMPL for about four years now. Great. And thank you again so much for being here. Um, so you mentioned inspiring, you know, curiosity um, in adults. Um, and that's a good lead in. So what what does intellectual wellness mean to you? So for me, I think it's more of a state of being like, I don't think people are like, well, today, I'm going to work on my intellectual wellness. <laughs> um, so for me, it's kind of a state of being where you're open to being interested in the world around you, being comfortable in that you know that you do not know very much. And so if I find I'm kind of struggling with something, I'm like, am I interested in things outside of myself at this point? Or is it just kind of myopic? Do I feel kind of jaded? You know, I'm sure other people have different definitions for it, but I think having that openness to being curious is really the cornerstone at the end of the day. I love that description of it. Um, and since you work at a library, I think for most people, a way to work on your intellectual wellness is reading. Um, so can you expand a little bit on like the benefits of reading and how that plays into our intellectual wellness? Definitely. But uh, there will be a disclaimer at the beginning because I'm sure some of your podcast listeners are sitting there thinking, oh, I'm not a reader. Uh, <laughs> That's totally fine. You probably are a reader. You just may not have found your format. Any format of reading is totally fine and counts, whether it's an ebook, an audiobook, a graphic novel, whatever the case may be. And at libraries, we say every book has its reader and every reader has their book. So you just might not have found it mm -hmm. yet. That's totally fine if you haven't, you know, 
send me an email, come to the library, I'll help you find what you, the -hmm. right book for you. A lot of times when I work with adults, I have to tell them that reading is not strictly for learning in the way that they think. You don't have to read David McCullough's Truman. That that doesn't need to be the only thing that you read. (laughs) Often I will say to people, are you wanting to learn through imagination today or are you wanting to learn through facts Uh, instead of saying like fiction or nonfiction? And I find that that helps people quite a bit. And if you are reading something and you're not enjoying it, put it down. The author is not going to know. It's totally fine. Uh, Because if you're not enjoying what you're reading, it's not helping your intellectual wellness. It's not helping anybody. It's just making you miserable. Because you you know when you read, when you find that perfect book, you start to inhabit another world. And as a person, the only perspective that you have is the perspective of yourself. And that's it. You are incapable of truly inhabiting another perspective. But one thing that we can do to see into other perspectives is read. And, you know, sometimes you may be real into the perspective of other humans throughout time, or you just might learn a whole lot about snails and then impress everybody with facts about how snails have teeth. Which is true. I didn't know that. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Snails are really cool. Um, aside from increasing one's empathy, keeping your brain synapses limber and all of that, you'll also be really fun at parties because you can tell them about snail teeth. <laughs> and that sort I of I love thing. that. That's a great fun fact. Yeah. You know, you can actually hear them eating. Like if you Google the sound of a wild snail eating, like some nature documentarians have gotten really close to them. And so you can kind of hear them crunching on things. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nature's ASMR. It it really is. (laughs) And if you can't find a book that you're interested in, you know, talk to your librarian. You can tell us what kind of movies you've liked or TV, and then we'll help you find the right title. Mm -hmm. I love that because I don't really necessarily call myself like a big reader. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I I maybe have read the wrong books and that discourages me. But I, I love hearing that, that you just have to find your right type of book and what you enjoy reading. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. Definitely. Yeah. And I love the phrase learning through imagination because I am a big fiction reader. And I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes I almost have to be in defense of fiction. Yeah. <laughs> people think you don't has. learn from it, but you do. Mm-hmm. Even Historical fiction is usually well-researched, so you're still learning a fair Mm -hmm. amount of fact from it just through imagination. Yes, I'm just learning Mm -hmm. through imagination today. Um, So everyone should have access to a public library in their area. Can you share with us some library resources and materials that can help others broaden their horizons and be open to new ideas? Yeah, so like I said earlier, most people, when they think about libraries, they think about books. And that, of course, is a big part of what we do. But... I often like to say that you go to the library to find out things about yourself that you didn't know before and things that you're into that you didn't think you would be. Like, for example, one of my coworkers' husbands at the library, he took a class as a program, Introduction to Ukulele, at his local library branch. And now... <laughs> amazing. He is a ukulele enth- enthusiast, <laughs> much to her chagrin. Nice. I love that. He's got like five or six of them now, and he just plays all the time. (laughs) So like we have programming where you can just 
try something out. You can learn something you had no idea about. Like I had a program about bugs recently or earlier this Mm -hmm. year. And now I have a bunch of patrons who are coming up to me and they're like, man, I'm psyched about bugs now. I didn't know they were that cool. (laughs) And I'm like, they totally are. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, you can try things out. You can go to different lectures or classes. I think it's a great way to explore hobbies. You do not need to spend $9 million to try out a new hobby. Come get a book from the library or a DVD. And if you are not wanting to go to the library, because of course going to the library is great, and we do want you to come in the door. We do also offer quite a few things online, and most libraries do, through databases. So with the databases we have here at DMPL, you could learn a new language. You could use Creative Bug, that's what it's called, like, to learn new crafts, to explore, like, what was one of them? Oh, it was like 28 Days of Creativity, where it would um, kind of walk you through different exercises to kind of get your creative juices going. We have streaming services where you can watch a new documentary or that new foreign film you've never heard of. You know, we definitely want you to come in, but you can totally use the library and be an active library user from your couch. All are great. Mm, That's great. I I will say I love the programming. I um, go to the library closer to me, which is the Franklin Library. But I've done a few classes. I went to like a tea class where they talked about herbal teas. And then I did a butter sculpting class, which I thought <laughs> was fun. That was at the downtown library um, around Iowa State Fair time. I just want to say I love those programs. We wanted to ask you, like, what else do you do in your personal life to work on intellectual wellness? Because like you said, like reading is a big one that a lot of people think of, but there are also different ways to work on your intellectual wellness that might not be as obvious. Yeah, I think it helps that I am generally a pretty curious person. There is literally nothing that I am not interested in. (laughs) You know, I am the worst patient and client because I will ask the hairdresser or the phlebotomist nine million questions like Mm -hmm. you know do you practice on each other when you're learning to draw blood the answer is yes (laughs) Um, so curiosity like we discussed is a really big component of intellectual wellness so for me like that's just kind of naturally built into my life because I I don't know what I would do if I wasn't interested in things Mm -hmm. um in general I'm an amateur naturalist. I really like to spend out time outside, I go hiking, and I like to look intensely at things. I am not from the Midwest. I moved here from Louisiana. So over the past couple winters, I have um, done really in-depth examinations of snowflakes and like kept wow. notes about them. And so now I know like when they're shaped like this, it's going to be a bit of a drier snow. And when they're shaped oh, like cool. that, they're you know, a little bit wetter. And then after Mm -hmm. I made those observations, I then looked it up and I was like, yes, I was correct. But, you know, that was fun. I've lived in Iowa my whole life and I've never done that sort of study. Yeah. Yeah. Because I need to cultivate my intellectual wellness and a sense of curiosity. Definitely. It it also counts as a hobby. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of hobbies as well. I I try lots of things. Uh, Most recently, I've tried archery and I enjoy it. Am I good at it? No. Have I ever hit the target? <laughs> also no. But I'm having fun. I'm learning yeah. things. It, you don't have to be good at your hobbies. And podcasts like this, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, especially science and history related ones. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing. What about y'all? Yeah, Laura, do you want to go? Yeah. Oh, there's kind of a variety of things. Um, 
I am an avid reader, a lot of fiction. I do um, read some nonfiction from time to time, but I just really enjoy sort of the immersion and like escapism of good fiction. And then I do listen to a lot of podcasts. There's one called Lore that I really like. And it's, I've always been sort of like it's spooky season right now. I've always kind of <laughs> been interested in like scary stories and scary movies and things like that. And it delves into the history and sort of factual background of you know urban legends and horror stories and things like that which i've always found really interesting and then i do and speaking of not being very good at your <laughs> hobbies i'm um very into crafting right now mm -hmm. so like knitting sewing i'm attempting to learn how to crochet Anna's a much better crocheter <laughs> crocheteist i'm than trying I to am. crochet too it's not going well <laughs> So just like trying different things and, you know, mm -hmm. it's a different sort of creative app. Like you can create different things. I enjoy mm -hmm. sort of making things with my hands that way. So just trying to put myself out there and try different things. What about you, Anna? Yeah, the creative side. I love just trying new things and trying different hobbies. Similar to you, Laura, like knitting and crocheting. Yeah, just creating. And then I also really enjoy music. I can play piano, ukulele. Um, and I sing. So just being creative, I think, is one of my main things to work on my intellectual wellness. I feel like I got to pick up the ukulele. It's pretty easy. <laughs> you guys are really selling it today. <laughs> you can take a class at the library. They do it all the time. I think they'll start a new session in probably January or February. That's so cool. Oh, well, that is a great segue um, because my next question for you is, um, does the Des Moines Public Library have any upcoming events or resources you'd like to share with us? Yeah, even though I have said multiple times in this podcast that it's not all about reading, I'm going to highlight one of our reading challenges. <laughs> um, so in Des Moines, in the month of November, we have our 30 by 30 challenge. Essentially, it is an adult book it program. You know, when you would get the personal pan pizza for however many books you read. Amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so essentially, read 30 minutes a day in any format that works for you for 30 days. And then you go into a drawing for some pizza gift cards for Gusto Pizza here in Des Moines. Although you do not have to be in Des Moines to participate. You can go on our website and get into our Beanstack to do that. Sometimes just having that accountability works, especially if it's been a little bit since you've read. This would be a great way to get back into it. You can use our book chat services to find that new title, Anna. Uh, just go on our website and we'll hook you up with the correct title. Other than that, just go on our website. We're doing stuff all the time. I love that. There's actually a resource that I use pretty frequently, the book bundles. Oh, yes. I love it because you can just put in, you know, whether you're an adult or a child and then select a genre and a librarian will pick out five titles for you. And that's been a really fun way to try things that maybe I wouldn't have picked for myself. That's cool. So I love that. So thank you so much, Rebecca, for joining us today. This was a great discussion. I know I learned a lot and I hope our listeners did too. We are all about improving lives here at EMC National Life. Intellectual wellness is key to maintaining a healthy quality of life. It also positively benefits your mental and physical health, which can lower your life insurance premiums, making it easier to provide peace of mind to those you love. This episode is part of our Healthy Life campaign, where we're striving to improve lives through balance and wellness. Visit our microsite at emchealthylife.com for podcast episodes, articles, social media content, and more. 
If you have any ideas or questions for future podcast episodes, please email us at lifechat at emcnl.com. The link will be in the show notes. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed our discussion today on intellectual wellness. Have a great day. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for being here.